Who is shining in camp? Let's talk about the wide receivers. We have year two of Antonio Williams, which is going to be big for this offense. Freshman impact from Tink Kelly. And is Adam Randall heading for a breakout? I'll tell you next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as the co-host of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Guys, thank you all for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Happy Friday to you. Uh, thank y'all for being the family, but also my everydayers, man. I appreciate y'all. No, nothing but love coming for your boy DP to you guys. All right. But guys, we have a fun show today. I still talk about some things from fall camp, some updates and things that I'm hearing. And it's talking, this, this show is strictly wide receivers. It's wide receivers, baby. We're talking Antonio Williams, uh, wide receiver going into year two, wide receiver uh, coming off of a, a pretty solid freshman year being the leading receiver. Is he ready for year two? Yes, he is. I'm going to tell you why. Adam Randall, big body wide receiver. Is he headed towards a breakout? And freshman impact, is Tink Kelly going to have a bigger and larger role than expected? We'll get into that as well as we talk about wide receivers on this show. For Antonio Williams, man, I think he is headed for a really big season. I think he is absolutely ready for this season. And one of the, the quotes um, you know, about him coming out of um, camp you know, so far is that he's talked about just for himself, you know, uh, that, you know, just kind of where he's kind of developing. Right. And, uh, you know, he said, I think as a freshman, I was kind of immature. Um, I, it was a lot on my plate trying to focus on football and school at the same time. I would show up late to class or miss class just from being tired from trying to gain a starting position along with school. It was just a lot. And this year I'm trying to do both at a high level. Um, you know, and, and for him, man, like that's big, that is big. When you think about, that's a part that we have to understand with these college kids going from high school where like the, your, your everything is structured a lot, a lot different, right? A lot differently to being a student athlete in college where, yeah, you're, you're, it's, it's big stakes. It's big time stakes that are, are, are on the table, man. And, and you got to take care of everything. So, you know, he's talking about pushing himself to the limit and um, just kind of working hard and, and everything. And then of course, gaining the strength. You know, and adding more strength to his frame and getting stronger, uh, you know, compared to being a freshman. That's what happens when you get a year into a weight program that you typically, especially guys who work hard, you know, you get stronger. And one of the things he said was last year, I feel like I was just dependent on my feet. I was quick, but if I got jammed, I was like, whoa. But now I'm trying to extend my hand and fight people off. Then and then being strong and uh, being strong, attacking the football, making those contested catches and having the contact balance when you take a hit. Right. And being able to and also being able to show what he can do with the football and get yards after the catch. And he that's something that he wanted to you know. He's emphasized. Right. Um, and I think that's a big thing, because one thing about beating press, man. Right. It's feet first hand second. So he already had the footwork. He's already got the quick twitch. He's already got the explosiveness. 
But like he talked about, using his hands to fight through in the contact window. And I think if this young man continues to add that type of stuff to his game, listen, one thing about this, having 600, a little over 600 yards as a freshman in a passing offense that was just not good, just being honest about it. It wasn't just DJU. It was the play calling. It was a lot of things. For this young man to come in stronger, faster, more, uh, just wiser, right, you know, um, and ready to rock and roll. I, I, I'm expecting a big year for, for, for Antonio Williams. He is ready to have a big year two, a big jump in year two. I think that this is a 1,000-yard receiver, truthfully. I think that he, he can be that and should be that. I, I would not – I think it's hard to, to say that anybody else deserves or, or based off of last year, anybody else should be viewed as wide receiver one other than a will, but I will say this that you know, I think all, all the talent, you know, cages that don't lock in on one guy, but a will being you know, Antonio being just ready, man. Like, and, and I think the other part of that is is that it, it him getting better in man to man coverage or, or, or defeating press man also could allow him to play on the outside more. You know what I mean? Where you don't have to throw him and pigeonhole him as a slot wide receiver because that's typically what they do. For a guy that's not 6'2", 205, 10 pounds, right? Um, typically, those guys who are on the smaller scale uh, are, are thrown into the slot. See, every NFL draft. But with, with Antonio Williams, I just look at it and I just feel that in, instead of Tossing him in there, if he continues to work on his game, because he has the speed to stretch defenses down the field, he has the route running ability and the pacing as a route runner to not only beat press man, but to also beat zone coverage, to throw different looks at off-man coverage, different things like that, the way he tempos his routes, where you really can't get a beat a beat on him. If you are playing with seven yards of cushion, like he knows how to get into your air, into the airspace of the DB, step on their toes and break either way and create immediate sudden separation. He can do those things. But now you throw him on the outside, right? Because he has all the, the athletic tools. Now he's got the technique and the strength to beat guys if they do dare to come up in man-to-man coverage, impress man and be physical. Because the, the big thing with that is, guys, if he wins in the contact window quickly, and it's a vertical route. It's a go route, right? Now he's already stacked his guy. He's he's already gotten past. He's into his route, and he's got a step or two or three on his defender. And all Cade has to do is put it, is put it out there. So it makes it pitch and catch for him essentially. And and, and that <clears throat> also adding in that versatility allows just the offense. Or if you can, if, if you want to put him outside, then you can. Right, go to some big slot situation, what we call power slot in NFL scouting terms. Power slot, right, where you have Adam Randall at six, what, six three, two twenty-five, and you got a, a five ten, you know, a hundred and eighty pound, hundred and ninety pound nickel corner. Man, good luck. Good luck with the big boy, right? We're gonna talk about Adam Randall a little bit. But you know, same thing with Bo Collins and Cole Turner, Jake Brenningstool. It allows you to just be more creative with your sets and with everything else. So I'm excited. I think gear two is going to be big for him. I think he can be and should be a wide receiver one. And the guy that if, if anybody hits a thousand yards in this offense, you know, if they if they pass, you know, depends on how much they pass. If there's only one thousand yard receiver on this offense, if you if I'm making, if I'm doing a crystal ball prediction right now, if there's only one, if there's only one uh, wide receiver that is Going to hit if I'm a predicted that's going to hit a thousand yards right now. I'm predicting Antonio Williams to be that guy, but I do believe 
I do believe we can get two, at least two. More than like I, I do believe we can get two 1,000-yard wide receivers, not including tight ends. I'm talking pure wide receivers. And um, is that Adam Randall? Maybe we're going to talk about that and how I believe he's uh, how I believe he's due for a breakout uh, sophomore season coming up next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit. Or you'll get your money back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game, baby. When you shop on eBay Motors and with over with and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when your right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers march madness is right around the corner if you want to win your office pool you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast every monday andy Patton and isaac shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball keep you up to date on the ncaa tournament bubble and get you ready for the upcoming week of games from the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Sophomore wide receiver Adam Randall from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. This is a big boy, man, at the wide receiver position, right? I believe it was 6'4", or 6'2", 225, big body track background is he prepared is he headed towards a breakout season in his sophomore year i think he is guys and i know it's crazy because there's so many talented receivers but one thing i do believe is that this young man who's having a good camp from what i've heard and i'll get to that in a second i believe with his physical build and skill set then Cade, the back shoulder fades um and different things like that like that the the, the quick hitch routes and he rem- I can't remember the name of the TCU receiver, but there was another big body receiver um, for TCU last year with Garrett Riley outside of Quentin Johnston. And I think Adam Randall can fill that role, but I think Adam Randall's better and a better athlete than this young, than that young man. Um, no, no slight to him, but I think Adam Randall is headed towards a breakout season, right? And when you when I, like I told you in the last, at the end of the last segment, I believe Antonio Williams. If I'm doing crystal ball prediction, if there's only one wide receiver that hits a thousand yards, I'm predicting that to be Antonio Williams. But I am predicting that they will have at least two one thousand yards receivers in this offense. Yes, they're going to run the ball, <clears throat> and I expect them to run the ball, excuse me. <clears throat> but at the same time, I think that they're going to pass the ball enough, right? <clears throat> especially, goodness, especially when you think about the fact that Florida State, like there's some teams that could score, it, it, you know, it, that could score with them in this, in this, uh, in this conference, in this, in this league, in the ACC, Duke, uh, Florida State, right? You know, just, just to drop those two, because those are the first two that, that really uh, pose threats you know, in the season. So when I look at this situation, I think they could throw the ball well enough 
for Cade to be able to have two 1,000 yard receivers, I just the passing game is going to be vastly improved. I think Cade is a 3,000 plus yard passer this year, and I would not be surprised if two if if, if Adam Randall and, and Antonio Williams are his two 1,000 yard receivers. But even if he doesn't hit a thousand yards, that's still fine. I still think that a, a 900 plus you know yard uh, season with 10 to 12 touchdowns is applicable, especially in the red zone. When you are 6'2", 225, and you have that that athletic background that Adam Randall brings to the table, like you're a guy that if you can get him, you get him matched up one-on-one, right? You want to isolate him, throw the jump ball, throw the 50-50 ball, the fade routes, things of that nature. You get a guy, you have a guy that you can throw those routes to. It's along with Cole Turner as well. But I do believe with Adam Randall and even, you know, listening to, uh, and here, you know, even with Dabble Sweeney, what he had to say about Adam, he's like uh, from from camp. Adam is stacking days. He's making plays, being consistent, not making mental uh, errors, practicing fast. His endurance seems good. He just seems healthy. He's moving well. There's really nothing to not like at this point. Just praying he stays healthy because if he's on the field, he's going to make some plays for us. So that lets you know Dabble is confident in this young man. Right. He's caught. And listen, he fits the mold, too. He fits the mold of those the the, the, the T Higgins, the the Samuel. Like, I think Samuel's maybe a little bit lighter, you know, in terms of body type and more explosive. But those bigger body receivers that they've had, you know, even look at Justin Shorter and everything like they've, they've had bigger body receivers over the years. So he fits that mold. And when you think about a guy that can uncover, a guy that can go on top of the roof, that can play above the rim like a basketball player, sometimes you just need your point guard to throw the alley-oop. I don't care that there's a body, you know, off the pick and roll. I don't care that there's a there's a body attached to me. Just throw it up. When you got a guy that can be a lob threat, which I think Adam Randall can be, that's great. But then you also think about in this offense, it's an air raid. It's it's spread. It's, it's tempo. It's, it's spacing. I expect to see RPO game. So you think about the glance route, the RPO slant backside. You you think about just naturally running a normal slant, right? In breakers, curl routes, and uh, not so much curl, uh, curl routes. Yes, quick hitches. But I was about to say more crossing routes and shallow drags and things. So you're talking about getting him the ball on the move in the short game, as well as the intermediate, you think about third and 10, having a big guy like that that can run an in cut in the middle of the field versus zone coverage and not even be worried about a safety bearing down on him and make a strong contested catch, contact balance, all of that. I think that he could be kind of the big possession receiver, but that he, but he still has speed. He still has good speed for a big body guy. So I think he can just be an all around receiver in this offense. Is it the volume? The volume is going to be the big thing, right? I think the volume probably goes to Antonio Williams. I think the big play guy is going to be uh, Cole Turner, like the, the real big splash play and everything like that. That that deep ball is going to be the Cole Turner and whatnot. And I think Bo Collins can kind of be the the true possession if they want to do that with him. But I look at Adam Randall. I think he could do a little bit of everything, man. I think he could be your 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 your, your goal ball guy. The back the back shoulder fade, the back shoulder fade, guys. I think that could be a the money throw for Adam Randall and and Cade. When you talk about playing the X or the Z on the outside, I think that that's a situation where if, like I said, you want receivers that can uncover to where yes, if a guy is is able to run with you athletically and he's in your hip pocket, how about throw that back shoulder fade? Now he can stop on a dime come back and make the catch for those who are watching on YouTube. You saw me make the, the somewhat demonstration of that. Or like I said, if, if it's a situation where you throw it up and you just say, man, Adam Randall's down there somewhere <laughs> and you just lob it up to him and let him go up and make the play and make the move. 
that's what you feel comfortable. So I think he is headed for a breakout a breakout year. I think he's a breakout candidate, man. I think Cole Turner is like the X factor. Bo Collins, the Wiley veteran in the room. And I think wide receiver one is Antonio Williams. But that said, like I said, we're talking wide receivers. Is there a freshman that can bring some more juice and manufactured touches and more slot roll to this offense? That's Tink Kelly, Masoon Tink Kelly. So what can he do? Is he, uh, is he up for a larger role than we kind of expect for a true freshman? I believe so. I think there's a chance. And I'm going to tell you why. Coming up next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Freshman wide receiver Tink Masoon, Masoon Tink Kelly, they call him Tink, uh, has been having a good camp, guys. And, and, and the thing about it, from everything you hear, that you know, you talk about the speed with him, right? And, and you look at that explosiveness. You look at what he's bringing to the table, and then a bit like these, you have fast receivers because him. I think it's him and Tyler Brown. You have fast receivers, right? Cole Turner, Tonyo Williams, even Adam Randall has speed, things like that. But when you have guys that you can use in the slot, you can use as what we call uh, manufactured touch guy, touch guys. Like you get you 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 feel good about that. You feel good. You feel excited about that. And, and, and one of the things in is like, you know, Dabble even talked about it. He said five days in, uh, Tank has flashed for sure. Really. He's really, really fast. Uh, and, and he like, you know, Tank, um, you know, has, has really shined well in the slot. Uh, he had, you know, two – you have two good ones in terms of, uh, you know, him. I think it's him and Tyler Brown and everything. And he just talked about the ball skills, natural He said, man, Tank is – uh, you know, really smooth and knows how to run his routes, and he knows what to do with the ball in his hands, and that's where you really get excited because of this offense being so spread, being open, and being a spread offense. You can get the ball out quick, boom, quick screens, bubble screens, orbit motion where the receiver uh motion oh, motions like a like the earth does the sun. Uh, you know what I mean? So you you orbit, you come around the back of the you know back of the quarterback behind. The, the running back and everything. You got orbit return. You got jet motion. Just giving the offense a different look, a different flavor of sorts. And I think that's where you uh, you feel good. And not just and not just Tink. I think Tink and uh, Tyler Brown. You know, I wanted to mention both of those guys. I think Tink and Tyler Brown both could have specific roles. Um, I, I, I think that both could have uh, opportunities to be more be special teamers as well. You're talking about uh, punt and kick return, things of that nature. When you have this type of speed, these are the type of guys that in a scouting world, we say, you just get the ball in their hands. Coach, get get the ball in his hands, coach. I'm telling you, you, you get the ball in their hands. Tank, you know, Tank Kelly and, and, and Tyler Brown, these are the type of guys, you get the ball in their hands, you're going to feel happy about it. They're going to make plays, right? Same thing with Tyler Brown. He's really fast as well. Another explosive guy. So you got two slot explosive receivers that can make things happen, you know, in space with routes. And like I said, being a smooth operator in Tink Kelly, man. And, and, and you think, like I said, the manufacturer touches, the quick game, all that stuff that is going to be open and available. I think you just have fun with that, right? I think with, with a with an offensive coordinator like Garrett Riley, he can get the best out of these freshmen when they do step on the field, right? Uh, and we've seen like the plays um, where, you know, you have the zone read and it looks like a QB keeper. So the QB has the ball in the mesh point and he's, he basically uh, showcases it like it's a, like it's a QB QB read and he takes the ball and it looks like he's going to run it. But it's in, but the actuality is he's just thrown into the flats, a manufactured touch. So you're pulling, you use that to pull uh, some second level defenders 
towards the quarterback. He slings it out. So K slings it out. I think K did that last year. Might have been against North Carolina. You sling it out to one of your receivers that's on the perimeter. Now you got a, 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 a outside receiver out there. You got the numbers advantage in terms of number of defenders. You, and all you tell your receiver, whether it's Tyler Brown, Tank Kelly, you say, hey, you have your guy. Beat him and turn this into an explosive play. So it gives you just a variety of different ways to make plays, right? And, and I think you the, the 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 big thing because there's I, I, like I said I'm, I'm look I looked at that offense. I'm like, all right, there's a role for everybody in this offense. And I think Tink Kelly and or Tyler Brown. You know, I want to like I said, I want to make, mention both of them. I didn't want to make it just Tink Kelly, but for both of these guys, both of these freshmen. So what they can, what I think they can either one of them can fill the Darius Davis role from that TC to 2022 TCU offense, the explosive deep threat yards after catch slot receiver that can return kicks and punts, the run routes. Uh, you know, is he going to have the best and greatest catch radius? Maybe not, but he can do a lot of other things that can hurt defenses and hurt them in ways that, you know, if you're trying to take away Antonio Williams, you're trying to take away the deep ball, the cold turn, you're trying to keep big Adam Randall or Bo Collins, you know, those bigger body receivers under wraps. And you have a guy like that, if you go spread, you go empty, five wide, you know what I mean? If you take one of those guys off the field and you have Jake Brennings too, like those freshmen, are, those are the guys that aren't going to be viewed, right? You think about smash concepts, stuff like that. Like they're not going to be, Looked at, you know, by the on the priority list, high for the defense. And if that's the case, you take it, you take advantage of that, you exploit that. And then when they start to, you know, you do that more often, you know, as defenses and, and opposing teams throughout the year watch tape and they're like, okay, all right, tank, tank, that Tank Kelly kids on the field, watch out for the quick screen, watch out for the bubble screen. Now you got a bubble, you got a pump and go, you got a screen and go. Right. You know, it's just oh, it'll free somebody else up because then they start kind of game planning for Tink or Tyler Brown, whatever. These these slot receivers, these explosive guys that can make plays after the catch. So, you know, could could Tink? I know I put Tink is the only guy, but I wanted to mention Tyler Brown, too, because he's having a good camp as well. Just two freshmen can Tink or Kelly or Tyler Brown. Could either one of them have larger roles uh, than we expect as freshmen? I believe so, and there's a path for it. But, guys, that's our show, man. Thank y'all for tapping in with me. He said we talk about the freshman wide receiver. It's been a wide receiver-heavy show, man. I have fun. I like talking about these pass catchers because I think this group could absolutely be special for Kay Klubnik, for Dabo Sweeney, and for Garrett Riley. So we talk about the freshman receivers, not just Tink, but Tyler Brown as well. And are they poised to have larger roles? Adam Randall, is he, is he due for a breakout? Is he heading towards a breakout uh, campaign? I think so. Especially, I mean, and it's all about, you know, perspective and, and how you look at a breakout campaign. If he might say he's going to be the 1,300-yard receiver, I don't know about that. But can he have eight, 900 yards and 10-plus touchdowns? 100%, I do believe so. And wide receiver one for me is Antonio Williams. Is, and is he ready for year two? Yes, he is. So, guys, go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank you all for making Locked On, uh, Locked on Clemson. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you all for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Man, I appreciate you all uh, for, for tapping in with me as always. Man, nothing but love from you guys and from me to you. Uh, y'all, listen, happy Friday. Enjoy yourselves. Go on YouTube. Go subscribe. Hit the bell notification so you're notified anytime I drop content. And, guys, please, 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 let's continue to push this channel and get this channel to 1,000 subscribers. Let's have a fun, fun, it's just a great, exciting, electric football season, man. And I can't do it without you guys. So, uh, in terms of Twitter, you know what you can find and follow me, DP 
underscore NFL. Come talk to me. First of all, talk to me because I do talk back. But come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Go Tigers.